Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's gonna scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire. Tomorrow. This is journalism that helps the world we live in. This is Mexit News. All right, back at you. This is the third one in the series. I probably won't be able to keep up those numbers because there's so many. I'm not going to remember whether it's three, four, five, or six. But this is how to buy crypto. Now, as I, I admittedly, I do start a bit, uh, what you would call it, 
novicely. No, I don't think that's a word. Is that a word, Grace? Novicely. That doesn't sound like a word. Deanna, is that a word? Novicely. You don't think so? All right. They don't think so. So maybe it's not. Maybe novicely is not a word. Nevertheless, I do start off a tad bit easy on the subject because I'm talking to a bunch of beginners. At the same time, their questions pull out the advanced in me. That's also not a word. So I am George Bush Jr. now, President George Bush Jr. I'm making up George Bush words on the spot. There I go. All right, shout out to George Bush. He was actually the president when I went into the Army. Well, actually, I had no president when I went into the Army because I joined August 2nd, 2000, and then we had the, the fantastic recount to where I didn't have a president all the way to like January. Well, nobody has a president in January, but we didn't know who the president was. I have no idea why I told you all this story. Anyway, how to buy cryptocurrency. It's pretty cool and fantastic. And hopefully you like my little one minute story I just gave you. If you didn't, pray for me. Does that work? All right. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plan better. You can dominate. All right. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to keep going. Uh, you've had two weeks, so I guess this is the third week. Going to keep going. Let's, what am I talking about today? How to buy cryptocurrency. There you go. How to buy crypto. So I had a crash course in that on one of these classes, but they they was hating. But yeah, how to buy, how to buy, how to buy, how to buy. Now, I use Jack's Liberty. I use Jack's Liberty. You don't have to use Jack's Liberty. Just tell me what I use. Other popular sites are... Um, well, I tell you what. Let's let's start here first. I get a ton of information on. We gotta go even backwards. When I first, when I wanted to learn stocks, I kept buying books, and that didn't work for me. As funny as it is, it didn't work for me. It was podcasts that helped me with stocks. I found a podcast. I'll even give you the name of it. It's called Listen Money Matters, was the podcast. And this podcast helped me get greater stock because it was like, well, it wasn't like ACS University, but it's two dudes drinking beer, talking about stocks. One dude was Antonio, the other dude was Grace. Grace didn't know anything, the dude knew everything. Or just about, and walk grace to having six figures in a portfolio, and kept going and kept going. That's a lot of information on the way. Everybody understand what I'm saying? It's a lot of information on the way. I may even do a podcast like that, from well, not from stocks, but from crypto. Who knows? But along along the way, you understand? So one of the best ways to learn about crypto in this case, since we're talking about blockchain is join forums that talk about it. Join forums that talk about it. I know everybody heard what I said. Now, listen. Antonio, could you suggest yes, a forum 
I'm gonna post your links to. Okay, thank you. Suggest yes, yes. I only go to two places. I only trust two places. I only trust Quora. Y'all familiar with that? So, all right. It's a very addictive place. I'll show you. Well, your first link I'll post in the chat is. I say Quora. Deanna says Quora, right? That's the first place to go. Good to see you, Heather. First place I go is 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 Quora. You can get anything there, okay? I'll share my screen for you, and you so you can see how it works. But anything is in anything. Anytime you Google something, you immediately and this place to get you lost. Jordan Peterson got lost on Quora and came out with. One of his best books ever. This, this is this place. Anything you can find on here, okay? Anything. As obviously you can see what my thingies are, right? This is my stuff. Can y'all see this? Can you see on the left? This is specific to me because I'm signed in. Now, so, and obviously I'm a dork. That's why mathematics, psychology, Silicon Valley is there. You can literally type in I'll just do Dodger coin, right? Or, or maybe let's, let's go crypto currency, right? Literally type in crypto. Oh, I forgot to spell it all the way out, but that's all right. And here, you're going to start getting people asking questions. Basically, this is a forum. You don't know it yet because you haven't used it, but I built Vibin to look like this in one area. It's It's incredible, okay? For people like me, always staying on a cutting edge of things. All they're all dated, and these people get upvotes or downvotes depending on you know how good their stuff is, et cetera. And I didn't spell cryptocurrency correctly, right? So now, topic cryptocurrencies. So when I click this topic cryptocurrencies, I can now join different forums. There are four hundred eighty-six thousand people talking. Bitcoin, lithium, right? I mean, this is a bunch of stuff happening here. And now I'm getting to some very recent stuff. My friend put, uh oh, I didn't mean to do that. My friend put $500,000, most of his savings into Bitcoin, $35,000. Do you think he would be at $35,000? Do you think he would be a multimillionaire? And now people are going to talk. I want you to know that Everyone here is not a professional, but that's the beauty of it. The beauty of it is somebody don't know what the hell they're talking about. So they ask questions. And when they ask questions, someone who does know what the hell they're talking about answers those questions. And then you get people who think they know what they talk about and they answer those questions. And what you end up having is an open discussion on whatever subject you just typed. Mm -hmm. How is that any different than when I let y'all talk? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like You, you, you talk. You, you talk often because you can interrupt me at any time. And this is just, just going and going and going and going and going and going. So all of this here. Another one is Reddit. Now, do yourself a favor. Don't listen to all that mainstream. 
Uh, Wall Street deserved it. Okay, it is what it is. We finna discuss that. We already discussed it. But besides that, don't let nobody make you think Reddit is a bad place because it's not, or Wall Street best is a bad place. I just happen to pull up the group because it's not. Okay, it's not. What it is for you is just a cesspool. Oh, that's a bad word. A great pool of information. A great pool, great pool of information. You understand? And all you do is you go read. Because guess what? Someone's going to say, how are y'all buying? And right here, Binance. Who heard about Binance.com before just now? Exactly. This is what I'm, t- do you get what I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting ready to teach you how to buy Bitcoin. But one of the best ways of how to buy Bitcoin is from people who are buying Bitcoin often, not a book. It's not, let me, let me stop. It's not a book that you need because a book won't tell you who has the lower fees and, and, and all sorts of stuff, but a forum will. Yeah. Hear what I'm saying? These forms, which but I'll just we'll just we'll just keep going with this. I have no idea. So here's Binance. Now I'll back up just a little bit. Hold on. Let's just follow this Reddit thing. Someone replied. Only in select states in the U.S. New York is a no go for Binance right now. Who knew that? Binance used the Korean one and a virtual private network is what that means, okay? Where can I buy Dogecoin, right? But then you keep going. I didn't think Binance was in the USA. Binance is a US thing? Uh, maybe. I'm used to hearing Europe. All right, so you're just getting all this information. Or a virtual private network, but this is probably too difficult for some of y'all. Proxy yourself to South Korea. Don't do all that, okay? Don't, don't do all that. It, it's too much. Robinhood lets you buy and sell crypto, but of course, they stopped that, right? And then they just today they just they just re- relieved the restrictions. That's that's trash. So let me let me let me let me help you out. Let me help you out. Robinhood sold. No, Robinhood gave Margin McFarland three stocks apiece or one stock apiece. And a company they knew was being short sold because it's the most short sold company in the world in in U.S. history. It's been short sold for the last three years, and they knew it was going to go out of business. And they they lured you in with a stock they knew that was going to fail. Why? Because you borrow from the hedge funders, and, and then you sell that borrowing to the market, to regular people who they know is going to fail. And then once you, once the, once the price drops, then you only need to buy it from, you only need to pay it back. Excuse me. You only need to pay it back from what it costs and you get to keep the difference. That's fine. That's, that's, that's the game. It's always been played like that. Ain't no sense in changing the rules. But what Robinhood did since they had their teeth cut on that, since that's what they did, the moment their investment got bad, 
they broke the rules and stopped you being able to short squeeze or in this well in this case short squeeze or sell it. You shouldn't be able if Heather can't stop her money from being lost, why can Robert's head stop it? Why can the hedge funders stop it? This is inappropriate. We can say what we want. It's inappropriate because no, because middle class don't get a bailout. You understand what I'm saying, right? So you want to be able to be reading these forums and figure out or find out this stuff. And then one of the best ways to figure out things quickly is a forum. Most people don't. Well, a lot of people go to them, people like me, but you know, it's not, it's not a common thing. Go ahead, Amanda. What I was curious about was why they were able to do that legally when you're supposed to be able to trade like on a free market. So is it just because they were a privately owned company? They kind of just made up their own rules. They, well, so you're, you're, you it's never happened before ever. So they did something that's never happened before. And I'm sure we will be, there will be ramifications coming out later. If they wasn't wrong, they wouldn't have reversed it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure I'll be teaching y'all what happened and it'd be a history lesson for the books for the next 10 years. I'm sure it is. They did it because they made a bad investment and they protected themselves. Before they did it, they borrowed a billion dollars reserve just to stay in business. How many of you get to borrow a billion dollars to stay in business? Million dollars. 100,000. Hell, if you like me, you can't even borrow $20 from a friend. You know, I mean, real talk. Now, I got different quality friends now, but when I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't even borrow, I can't, I can't even get, I got kids, can't even find a babysitter. Who know what I'm talking about? Can't even get nobody to babysit kids. Because my, my family ain't like that. You, you understand what I'm saying? We, well, I can't say we no more, but the middle class does not get a bailout. And it's inappropriate to use your money to get wealthy, but then when you catch on to that, you then do the opposite, and then, right, so you, you didn't do the opposite of get money, and then they say, nope, rules don't work that way. And you can't hear me? No, I'm not going to say it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you say, nope, the rules don't work that way no more, right? And then boom. No, that's not appropriate. Now, this isn't the class about them. I did that last week. This is this for me. I want you to get that people like me were typing in them forums saying, Michelle, watch it. I hear, do this, do that. It's perfect. Now, I'm going to sophisticatedly teach you how to buy crypto with some words that don't come off the school bus. You got to go to an SAT to find out a few of these words or ACT score if that's America. You know, you know, some some sort of collegiate class to find some of these words. But the best way to learn how to buy crypto is to go in one of these forums. I only trust two of them. Reddit, Reddit is the front page of the, of the internet, the right, and then core. That's it. Yes, ma'am. Who that? I don't know what you're oh, saying. Will. 
Anything? You don't you didn't get anything I said? Okay, probably. You were like going like a robot, like going in and out like that. All right. Am I going in and out for everybody or just her? No, I can hear you. No, I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, I can okay, cool. Hear you. Cool. Can you hear me now, Sequita? I'll I'll repeat. Don't mind at all. Oh, her audio is connected. Okay, there you go. Okay, Jaquita, can you hear me? Because I, I, I'll repeat. No, no worries at all. Me too. Can hear. I can hear you okay, fine. Okay. Now. Just kick me out and then run me back in. Okay, cool, cool. But you can hear me. You can you, you hear my sexy raspy voice? Is it? It's working. Okay, no, back to sounding crazy. Let me move right. to my computer. Maybe it's me. Okay. Okay, as soon as you get that, give me a give me a sound check and we will. No, no man or one man left behind. We're, we're gonna take good care. We're gonna take good care of you. By the way, our friend Heather here is a two-time Olympic champion. Yes, yes, gold medalist, gold medalist, and she's in the Rugby Hall of Fame. She sure is. Impressive. Four, she's a four-time Olympian, two-time gold medalist. You know, you gotta you gotta say gold medalist differently. You gotta you gotta say gold medalist or something like that, right? You gotta you gotta need some inflections when you do that. You can't just say gold medalist, like you know, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's the way you gotta say it. You say it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you know, you don't win a, a gold medal twice for your country and it's black to gold medal. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> No, definitely. So shout out to her. Can you hear me, Chiquita? Do I have a water? Yeah, I do have water. Okay, we're gonna wait. We'll just wait just a second. Yeah, I'm we're gonna get y'all finna get overload. By the time we're done, your brain is gonna be on fire. As usual, I'm gonna overload you with information. Okay. Can you hear me, Chiquita? Fine. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. So here's everything I said. In simplicity, books are fantastic. But Forums are even better. Okay? Forums are even better. And you don't use them much because that's what you, you probably just haven't been exposed to. But forums are fantastic. And Reddit and Quora are the two that I like the most. And just about anything you want to know is on there. But the reason I really like them because they have clubs on them, Pam Norris. If I want to know about, let's go with Bitcoin, I can join a Bitcoin club and see all the movements of Bitcoin. This is extremely important for you to get this understanding because we're talking about having a survey of people. I break that. A a large sample of people, okay? A survey of people, and this survey of people are driving the market because they're, they're the, they are the, they are the people who the numbers are large enough that should they get on one page, the market moves. Now, don't think that's hypothetical because you've been seeing it since January 14th this year. Wall Street bets has been doing it, but they're not the only ones. 
The only reason you heard about Wall Street bets is because they did it and created a short squeeze on a short sale. But just imagine if the whole New York Stock Exchange was on one group. Think about that. It's, it's legal insider trading. <laughs> it is. It's legal insider trading because you're getting news fast. Are you getting, oh, I heard this or I heard that. Now, I'm not telling you everything is true, but when you keep on hearing something over and over, it's time to start paying attention. Everybody see what I'm saying? I'm telling y'all, this is how I learn a lot of stuff. Or actually, well, yeah, I do learn a lot of stuff. This is how I stay up to date with a lot of stuff. Up to date. Because you got Trumpians, Republicans, which are not the same things. You've got, <laughs> you've got, you know, Democrats, then you got Canadians, then you have people, Koreans, and they all sitting there in one place with one goal, and that's just to make all this money. Everybody got what I'm saying? All right. Almost like real-time surveys where Ashley Pastor just put in my private message. That's a really good point. It's real-time surveys. Y'all get what I'm saying? I'm telling you, it's fantastic. Now, let me bore you for a few seconds with a few details. All right? 2021 is the year, or this year. Uh, uh, let, me do, let me don't even put the year. Let's say, let's say, the twenty. You're now living in the best time for crypto. Let's say that. You're now living in the best time for cryptocurrency. Now, crypto has one problem. I'm going to give you the problem, but it's no longer. It's becoming not a problem no more. Crypto is a replacement of money that doesn't completely act like money. Let me explain. Yet. But that has changed significantly. Money has two purposes. Write this down. This is not book information or not regular book information. Only the two things money do is it's a medium of exchange and a storehouse of wealth. It has no other purpose. No other purpose. You want to date? Exchange money. You get what I'm saying? There is no other. You can't do anything else. It's a medium of exchange or storehouse of wealth. Uh, you want to buy a house? Storehouse wealth. When you qualify, medium of exchange it. That, that's it. You can't do anything else. Money serves those two purposes. When you understand that fundamentally, then you can learn how to control money, leverage money, and manipulate money, okay? When you understand these two purposes. Go ahead, Phil. Uh, fix your mic, Phil. Fix your mic. There you go. Got you. We got you? Yep. Working? All right. And you got to think of storehouses, wealth, so is gold, so is silver, so is real estate, so is investment quality stamps. Those are all storehouses of wealth. 
Some of them are more liquid than others. Some of them are more portable than others. Yachts, yachts are storehouses as well. Yep. Absolutely. Tom Hollandfield, before you meet your mic, you mentioned a story a while ago about how they used to buy um, eight $6,000 stamps, put them in their pocket and go to the right. airport. Right. Yeah, you could get it. There's, yeah. a, there's, there's all investment quality stamps. So uh, there was a movie about one that, that, that the guy, you could, he could take, the, it was worth $500,000. So he could take one stamp that's worth $500, put it in his breast pocket and walk through an airport. So that's another that's incredible. Transfer. Right. Yeah. And of course, nobody, no pickpocketer is going to be looking for stamps, right? They're looking for wallets. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You even get robbed. Give me your stamps. No, nobody's doing that. You know, nobody's doing that. You know, exactly. You noticed silver so had a big bump of, recently. Did you notice yes, silver got bumped sure up? did. Mm-hmm. And I missed it too. I'm going to tell you, I missed it. I sure did. I missed it. I, I missed that bump, but I I suspect it's going to keep happening. We're we're going to talk in a little bit because there's a lot of volatile things happening in world markets. Nobody's safe. The only country that grew. And well, I'll just say revenue, okay? Just I'm trying to keep the fancy words out. That grew in revenue, economic growth was was China. It's the only one. Two point two percent. The only one. Everybody else took a dive, some large dives, and America was was a pretty significant dive. Was it was significant. It was significant, but right, you're going to get propaganda to death on TV. That's Canada too. That's we got Indian folk in here. That's India too. Uh, when when COVID first started, I I stopped checking how many people lost their jobs in India when it got to 250 million. I just stopped checking after that. When we were at 54 million or 38 million, something like that. And it was at two hundred million, and I have I haven't went back to go check. Imagine two hundred million people, no job. So there's a lot of things going on. This is the most fantastic time. Here's your problems with crypto. Make sure you take uh, like I'm saying, plenty. I'm I'm saying plenty of information here. Okay. The problem is, while crypto plays a great job of storehouse of wealth. It does a very mediocre job, actually a super poor job two years ago of medium of exchange, but not anymore. There is something that has happened and happening that is making crypto a, a budding store, store, a medium of exchange. Firstly, you got apps like Cash App and PayPal now trading in this money. If you go to your cash app right now, I'm not sure. Is cash app in Canada, uh, Heather? So, okay, I'll just let you know. Oh, you, you got yourself muted. Sorry. 
Um, I don't know. I was actually talking to a friend about this the other day and he was talking about cash app and one other app, which does definitely does not exist in Canada. So that's what I thought. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. Like, well, that's a good conversation you're having. It doesn't apply to me. Both platforms (laughs) to invest. And he was like, I don't know in Canada. So. Yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. That makes sense. The. I have no idea what's in, 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 in what's in Canada as far as that kind of changing real quick. But you, you're trading these things on PayPal and stuff like that now. But that's not what's shocking me. What's shocking me is in, I, I, I hate, I'm, I don't like using this term, but I'm going to use it so I can get y'all to understand what I'm talking about. In third world countries, okay, in places with, uh, of low economic developed countries, yeah. crypto is how you pay. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. The benefit of crypto is having that wallet. You have what you, so you have a, you have an e-wallet or a crypto wallet. Okay. And it's just always there. And it can't be lost unless you just throw it out in the trash can, like Pam Norris said, something like that, right? Your flash drive. But it can't be hacked. It can't be anything. And it's just Cash App is not in Canada, is what Sugar just said. Oh, is it really? They did that fast? How did? With my email or? Oh, okay, cool. So never mind. Anywho, the. Sorry. Somebody took three thousand dollars from me. And we just got it back. I did want to know. God darn it! I did. All right, I did want to know. All right now. Now when it when it happened, Chris was like, "Oh my God, how you do that?" I was quite calm. He was. I was quite calm. I was like, "That's all right. Just 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 do what we got to do, right?" But I've been. But but at the same time, give me my money. Do you understand? Give me my money. Anywho, the. <clears throat> In Nigeria, so when we move to Nigeria, we're paying in crypto. Let's say it one more time. I have ATS set up to accept crypto payments and pay out in crypto payments and not just with Rekaza, but some other companies, some you don't know about as well. Not yet until May to the conference. This is important to get this because how do you get money somewhere where the infrastructure isn't kind to all currencies? Let's go with the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar is traded in 67% of the world, pretty much. Pretty much. It's 67% of the world. Yet, while the U.S. dollar is traded in 67% of the world, doesn't mean people have access to it. Now, of course, the right people, right in air quotes, air quotes, have access to it, but not the workers. So what if Phil begins to start selling coaching packages in Brazil? Most of the payments made in Brazil (laughs) are made in this form of cash that you walk to what we would call convenience stores. 
and they pay their bills there. They're like little hubs set up everywhere. How can Phil, being America, do a money exchange? Like here's a dollar, then you go, you, you get to, you know, you, you get to a currency exchange, and then they gotta go to a bank, but how can they when they don't have a vehicle? Can you get how difficult it can be to get money, then exchange it, then have the transportation to do so, then make sure it's right? It's easy at an airport. You just walk to a certain part of the airport and say, here, take this money and do it. But not so easy when Mr. Small Business, Mrs. Small Business, is trying to get $19 for her bake sale. So what's the best way to do this? Crypto. I have a few. I have a few employees that y'all haven't met yet. Maybe you you've seen their impact as you have worked with me. But I got one in Bangladesh, one in India, and one in Islam. You met one, the one in in Abu Dhabi. That's Ibrahim. You met wow. you met Ibrahim, the one in Abu Dhabi. He's fantastic. Yeah, he is. Super, he can't get better than him. I, 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 I sure look good when I hired him, Phil. I, I sure look good when I did that. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah no doubt. You, I mean, it, it's just amazing. And then you got, I got all of these different places. The one in India has requested that I pay him in crypto, Bitcoin specifically. It's shifting. It's starting. I'm just trying to get you to see that this is beginning to become more of a medium of exchange. Yeah. You get it? Remember, this stuff isn't gonna hit the news. The stuff I'm telling y'all about is not gonna hit, it won't hit the news until your grandmother starts doing it. Yeah. Then it'll be on the news. You get it? Now, if you do big, if you do crypto and there's some story about how a loss or something, and funding terrorism, it's going to be on the news ASAP. But crypto working? Think about this for a second. Why would a for-profit news station that trades in the other currency tell you anything about a new currency that cannot be manipulated, cannot be taxed, you understand, working? It's not going to happen. You're not going to hear about crypto on the news until the government, well, I don't want to say who, until they say, oh, well, Jerry, your grandmother just did it. Okay. And now it's on there. You, you understand what I'm saying? That's when you're going to hear about it. Go ahead, Amanda. Okay. So I had a question because when I was doing Give my taxes this time, it asked me if I had traded or bought anything in cryptocurrency. And at the time, mm -hmm. I asked, but no, for where, but can they even wow. ask that? They can. And that's, that was that, because it sounds like they were going to give you a benefit, uh, or, or it sounded sound like they were going to give you a benefit, but the mere fact that they asked them, I had no idea they asked that on taxes now. That's on that TurboTax. That blows my mind you just said that. Yep, that's it on was TurboTax. on TurboTax. And you know what? So I'm going to tell you that's fine because TurboTax is actually for the people. TurboTax is actually extremely disruptive, too. Uh, I love TurboTax. <laughs> it, it might as well be built by ATS. I mean, TurboTax is literally an ATS company just disrupting the tax industry, but it's actually for the people. 
It, it actually is for the people. I had no idea. It's the first time I ever heard that they're now asking for a turbo, to, I mean, for a crypto on your, on your, your thingies. Why though? Because the, I can tell you why the government wants their money. Right. And that's why I, I was like, I don't sure. even, I mean, technically, if you don't say, do you get in trouble? I mean, because that's not something they monitor. I'm going to tell you that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I know that, but I don't understand the answer to the question as I stop up the the pausing. Okay, there you go. All right, well, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna tell her you're not an accountant. I'm not an accountant at all, and I can't tell you that. There you go. I wonder. I go. wonder if that would have anything to do with them trying to get in the middle of capital gains. I'm pretty sure, absolutely. See, what's going to wind up happening? Remember, I for I the, the the articles that place that had me do the ten predictions. I said this on one of them that your governments are going to hate digital cryptocurrency until they figure out how to convince y'all it's safe, and they're going to come up with their own cryptocurrency. They're just going to call it, they're just going to call it digital currency because the government's not like. And like they're not gonna name it something cool. They're gonna say digital currency because everybody's gonna understand that. And the moment they come out with digital currencies, they're gonna be able to track where Heather's money came from and when it went to Jerry, which is the beautiful part of crypto. But but the part of crypto is you can't tell it's Heather. You just it traces the money, not the not the person, because it's not it's not centralized. But the government is the very definition of centralized. Yeah. So they're not going to track the money. They're going to track the person because they have all the information of the person. Crypto is not, crypto doesn't want to know anything about you. It just is open source money. So you can know what's happened to that money, what this money has been, where this money is going, how it is being used. And you get it? It's completely open source to where nobody can control it. Go ahead, Grace. So uh, there is the reason that the government kind of wants their hands in it, I'm trying to make an example. So if Bitcoin doesn't know me, but they, they'll, they can track my money. So if the money comes from the cartel, I don't get in trouble with crypto. But if the government gets their hands on it because they're tracking me and they find out government money comes from the cartel, I can get it. Well, everybody think you're promoted. Everybody getting promoted. The detective getting promoted. Who, who like, <laughs> D, assistant DA going to DA, DA going to the governor. Like everybody getting promoted on that, right? Because because you 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 get promoted on big cases. You're closing your your case ratio, right? Your win ratio and stuff like that. The the your government's job is to be in your business. Don't let conservatives tell you that it's not true. Because it is. And don't let liberals say it's not true because it is. The only people who truly want no government are libertarians. Like, for real, for real. Just way, that's, that's, so you got, you, you actually saw that in America in the last four years. There was plenty of libertarians. They actually are now, you gotta also, you gotta call them, some of them, are Trump followers, and, and, and I'm saying all this respectfully, 
but you can tell who they are. You can tell who they are. They do uh, uh, someone on the right of the right wants so little government that the government nearly doesn't exist. But you can always tell them when they try to tell you what to do and what the government should do. Those are always the libertarians. They, they want little government, but they want to control how much power it has. You, you get what I'm saying? When you want, it's, it's, let, me, let me put it in relationship talk. Someone on the right of what conservatism would be, would be me and a relationship with Grace. I want her in the house. You understand? No influence. Cook all day. Wear, wear heels when you cook. This is, that's no different than no government. You understand what I'm saying? Wear heels when you cook. And then she says something, and now I got to be controlling. Nope. You're going to cook at this time. And that, that, that's what... You see how I, I, I'm saying don't be involved in my business, but I'm going to now dictate how involved in my business you are not. That's a great... Because when, you, when, you, when you're asking for this much little, when you're saying government do this much, who determines how much the government's going to do that much? You're going to say, well, it can't be liberals. Right? <laughs> right? You, you, right? And you can, you're going to say it can't be conservatives because they, they're, they're liberal-like. And so when the people who are trying to say what it should do, that's what it should do. So the moment you figure out, the moment they figure out how to legally do what big tech companies are doing, it's going to be a fantastic case study. Let me explain what I'm saying. This is very important, y'all, because I told you we're going to be super duper high here. The government gave big tech through private corporation protections to get data on its citizens. Nobody expected big tech to be so big and techy. Right. No, right? There was, you didn't you weren't thinking about one company having two billion users daily. And that ain't that's not even if you was to first off, the mere fact I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one of the stupidest things I've ever said in my life. I was gonna say, if you were to Google how many searches happen on Google a day, which is like a very stupid sentence in itself. And you're gonna use the tool to find out <laughs> the tool's <laughs> data. Right, just Google how many Google searches the other day. It's way more than two billion. It's way more than two billion. It's way more than two billion. Nobody expected this, but guess who is the largest owner? Well, I'm not gonna call them owners. Like Phil said, not CPA. It's not, not CPA stuff here though. But I'm not a you know I'm not I'm not gonna call them owners. I'm not a lawyer. Guess who controls the most fingerprints in the whole world? Apple. Not the government. Not any government. Apple, a private corporation. Guess who is on their way to controlling the greatest facial recognition software in the world? Apple. <laughs> what you so see is sense. a... Yeah. What you see... And who wants... Who wants facial recognition more than anybody? Police, police departments. This is what police departments were doing during all the riots and stuff. They were scanning faces and arresting people for having warrants. 
Somebody said in chat, do you think we will be able to use cryptocurrency when we convert to a cashless system? That is exactly what you're going to be using. That's exactly what you're going to be using. Even your credit, even the idea of credit card is going to go away. And it's already doing that right now, but we'll, we'll, come, we'll come to that in a second. Tempest taught us something so cold last night, y'all. They're getting ready to have Google it for me, Grace. Well, you got share your screen, Dion. You uh, you got fifteen thousand tabs open too, like us. I got, I gave her that bad habit. I showed hey, Grace that one Antonio, time. Go ahead, Phil. Mm-hmm. It says this comes to about two hundred and Google's Google handles three point eight million searches per minute. This comes to, to about two hundred twenty eight million per hour, or five point six billion per day. Or two trillion per year. Wow. I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> I had to go all the way in my vocabulary and it expressed my my I love that word. Flabbergasted is one of my <laughs> <words. laughs> it is the the monopoly that Google is is amazing. It's amazing. That's incredible. Nobody expected. Five billion searches a day from one company. Five point six billion. Five point six billion. Please don't leave out the six hundred million that Phil just brought up because that's exactly what that six is. Golly. And Christ that's walked incredible. on the and Christ walked on the earth a bill one billion minutes ago. Wow. Wow. So every day, Google is doing. Five and a half crisis. <laughs> incredible. Incredible. Yes, share your screen for me, Deanna. Chip has introduced us this last night. Blew my mind, Phil. Blew my mind. We are in a different world, y'all. Cyber insurance. Look at, look at the trend for it, though. Look at the right. Look at the red on the right. Look at it. Look how much it has spiked. All right, you stop your screen. Let me explain what that is. We getting hacked so much. There's insurance for the hackings now. The spike in two thousand three made sense. The only thing that significantly happened in two thousand three was Saddam got ousted from. Um, you know, his regime and maybe even no more Gaddafi was around that time too, I believe. Yeah, if not, it was a few years later. Uh, it was pretty close. They went, they went, you know, but no more Gaddafi being recorded, uh, being recorded. You know, this, this, don't play with people's, don't play with the government's money. Now, understanding that, catch all this I'm about to say because it moves pretty rapidly, okay? It moves pretty rapidly. You've got Kraken. K-R-A-K-E-N. That's another way to buy crypto. You go to Kraken.com. Like, let's get it cracking. Kraken.com, okay? You can buy Kraken. You can even buy from Gemini. 
Livecoin. Polymix. I'll show you. I'll see if I paste some of the stuff right here so y'all can see it. I like Jack's Libby, but you know, y'all can do what y'all desire. Paste some of the stuff out here for y'all. Here's cracking. I was actually I actually got an account on Kraken that didn't like it. Actually, you know what? They didn't they didn't finish their verification with me, so I got on my nerves. Here's Gemini. All these places are reputable places to buy Bitcoin. <clears throat> Let's see. Did I put a polymix? Mm-hmm. Okay, I did. Gemini cracking. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's keep going. You've got in Korea, that would be Bitsum. Oh, I, I don't worry about it. I'll just copy and paste from my notes. Don't worry about it. Oh, no. Type, type of grace, B-I-T, and then sum, all one word. <clears throat> or coin one, all one word, lowercase o on the oing. On the one, I mean. Bit sum, all one word. And then coin one. Coin and then O-N-E, lowercase. Those are two separate. Bit, bit sum or coin one, that's in Korea. And then any uh, BTC markets in Australia. Got a question in the chat? All right. So the next thing I'm getting ready to cover is the cryptocurrency ecosystem. And I'm done with that whole section. I wanted to give you the significance of why you, why big, it just ain't going nowhere. Blockchain, here's how I perceive, before I get the question, here's how I perceive world history. In world history, there are eight, and write this down, right? And Antonio's I need something feelful, not just world changing, change the trajectory of human life itself. What is what give I need a phrase there. <clears throat> I mean, it just literally propelled human life forward, like fire, the wheel. What would we call that? I mean, what kind of invention is this? This is, what is that? What are y'all words? Exponential is is a term. It changes exponentially, which is the rate of of turning. But I think you're, you're, you're trying to find a different, not cataclysmic, that's more negative. Uh, okay, that is that was yeah, but that's you in the right innovation, place, yeah, exponential innovation. Okay, I could do that. I could do exponential. So there's there's as far as I'm concerned, there are eight eight exponential events that change human life on earth. There you go. Say that. I wish me to late. As far as I'm concerned, eight of them. Number one is obviously life. I'm just going to deal with that one. <laughs> we had to come alive one day, right? Kind of life is kind of a big deal. You know, I mean, the, the first humans, 
I, I think that changed human life. <laughs> Somebody had to be born. So life is obviously number one. Fire. The will. Civilization. That is actually an invention. We did not, we were Neanderthals, wanderers. And to have a civilization, you need three things. You need technology, even if it's a hammer, right? You need a uh, common language. No, I think that's the three things. That might be one. You need, you need technology. You need a medium of exchange. There you go again, right? You need a medium of exchange. And then I forget what the third one is, whatever my history professor taught me back in World Civilization One when I was a freshman in college. I don't remember no more. Okay, you need three things though. It's in my, it's in one of my red spiral college rule notebooks, somewhere, somewhere. Well, the what printing press would said, be the printing press would be one. I, it's on my list. It's on my list. <laughs> well, <laughs> that has to be one. There's no doubt about it. Yes. I just thought about it. What about bottled water? That that is cool, but no, not like if anything. That's a that's a that's a great achievement of capitalism because we shouldn't be selling bottled water, but you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But don't let my wokeness fool you. But no, no, this, this, I say, I, t- 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 yeah, what I wrote down. Life, fire, the wheel, and civilization. Civilization, civilization, that's what protected us. We, we stayed alive. Wolves didn't eat us and spiders didn't kill us when we came together. Do you understand what I'm saying? We, we stayed alive. Then you would have next, yes, sir. Is birth control on your list? (laughs) It was not, but it probably should be, shouldn't it? (laughs) Yeah. The next I was going to say, birth control. Religion. Right? (laughs) Let's face that one. You know, religion. Now, this is where it gets really interesting. The printing press is coming next. Oh, no, no, I left one. I left one. I left one. But between, I need you to put what I said, the, give me, you know, no, give me my list in order. I left out the most important one. Life, fire, the will, civilization, religion. Wow. Before religion, the written word. Come on. Can't leave that one out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The written word. Language the written in word. general. Language in general. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Spoken word, too. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So you can put language, written words, spoken word, but most certainly the ability to write down because pass on information generations. So if that, you're going to say that, then you go to the spoken word, like Phil just said, what you call them, the now nah, lay me down to sleep. I pray that's called something. It's like a Christmas carol. It's called something. It's a folklore. No. Oral, tra- oral tradition is what it's called. There you go. God, all these words up there, right? It's called oral tradition. You pass down I ne- things. I never quite understood oral tradition. that prayer. You know, if I should die before I wake, what? You mean there's a chance <laughs> of me dying before I wake? I wasn't even thinking about that. Why are you making that in my consciousness right before I go to sleep? <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> that makes sense. I never thought about that until you just said it. So the- to control you. Ah, there you go. There you go. What's yeah, the last good, one I good said? luck with that. 
we skipped that part when we said our prayers with the kids at night. <laughs> that, that makes it. The print press press, and obviously it has to come next. The no, not the steam engine. Oh. The yeah, right. It 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 there would be no buildings without the industrial revolution, without the steam engine. You know, without it, there would be there would be no cars. There would be there would be no nothing. And then the internet. Telephone. That's nine things. Now check this out. So I got nine things. Oh, who? What'd you say? Telephone. Would that be one? Telephone is fantastic. Telephone is fantastic. It's not on my list. It, it, it has a strong argument to be there. Strong argument to be there. Go ahead, Phil. You gonna say something? I got screwed. Well, just uh, forms of communication. Yeah, absolutely. But you mentioned Ab something to get off subject really quick. You mentioned something about mm -hmm. hackers, and this is out of about control alt delete. If you look at the true definition of a hacker, you'll you'll uncover that there is a complementary description of the term. A more complimentary description of the term from Wikipedia states, someone messing about with something in a positive sense, that is using useful, playful cleverness to achieve a goal. Hacking away at something small chunks or reprogramming bits, bits and pieces of the media is what the, will define the future of the media. It's also what will define the future of whatever industry you serve. Soon enough, every business will be in the business of hacking and employing hackers to re regain the next generations of business model. Yep. Hold on real quick, Phil. Heather, I know you got to do a podcast in two minutes. Good luck. Uh, don't break a leg. And anything that works out well for you, go dominate. Thank you. I'm sorry I have to leave right now, everybody. It was so great to see you. Nice Bye. meeting you. Until next That's okay. Time. You're, you're, you're in the Rugby Hall of Fame, so we won't bother you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining All us. Right. So have a good one. Well, the, in a bar fight. Rugby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the hackers convention this last year, they changed the whole name of it because they, they said the word had gotten such a negative connotation in recent times that they changed the name of the convention and, and they wanted to be called white hats or something. It was, I don't know if you remember that, but they there was a big story on that. That, that makes sense. You, you, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. Now, I want you to pay attention to something. The print and press was 1600 century, so 16th century, not 1600th century. It would really make us old. 16th century, so 1500, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 1500, because because Martin Luther really went crazy in 1521 and was writing everything down. Let's see. And then you have, I mean, you can, you can say the telephone if you want to. You can even put modern medicine working in 1920. You can even put that, because that, that happens. But without the doubt, the internet happens in 1999. 1998 and then blockchain comes 20 years later blockchain would now become the 10th one i'm trying to show you something all eight of those previous ones took millennia to happen 
we have had two world changing human life altering inventions in 20 years. That is something to behold. Go ahead, Chris. What about education in general? Yes. Yeah, so that when you get to language in the real world, word word, you can put that in there. Now, if you're talking about guilds, is how schools started. That's what I'm talking about. Because there has to be some kind of institution to kind of like spark, I guess, innovation or creativity or something along those lines, I think. No, you you got to support argument because what you know of as schools, universities, started from guilds. Here's what happened. The shoe master had a guild. Mm-hmm. What's a guild? It's a school of something. You did shoes, which are the shoe guild. So you had apprentice. What was an apprentice? A print and an an apprentice was someone studying in that industry. Let's just call it shoes for right now. The apprentice then had to work for a master. The apprentice had to learn all the skill sets. And then when the master deemed the apprentice worthy or ready, the the master then charged the apprentice to come up with his, I'm going to say his, because of the industry at the time, I mean, the, the gender bias at the time, his own masterpiece. And until the master, until the apprentice created his own masterpiece, the apprentice could not have a guild. This is where your whole master's degree come from. Okay, this is where it comes from. This is literally where it comes from. So you're an apprentice and then you build your masterpiece. Well, I, I went to college, so. You, know, so <laughs> you, 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 and then my, my degrees forced me, my field forces me to know world history. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, 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 my scholarship forces, you can't know Jewish culture without knowing the history in which they had their culture, right? I have to know world history. So, so that's how it happened. And then what would happen now that the apprentice becomes a master, the master, well, he would thank his master and go down the road and start a guild way down there. The reason why I say Chris has a strong argument because without those guilds, wouldn't be no universities because this is what happened next. After a hundred years of that, the church said, well, we want a guild. I'm telling you how colleges started. I'm telling you how colleges started. The church says, well, we want a guild. Oh, what are we going to do? Well, let's teach people how to do you know, theology and stuff. Your first colleges were invented by the church. Absolutely. I'm telling you, that is 100% fact. That's 100%, 100% historicity. That's why all those prestigious Notre Dame and, and, and all of them in Europe, they're all Christian because that's where it came from. That's, that's where it came from. The older schools are that's what they are. It's literally what they are. So yes. So without guilds, education wouldn't be no colleges. So you got a strong point. So basically, 
which makes a lot of sense. That's where like now we have, I guess the, I'll just phrase like how I said, the battle of thoughts, because now religion is like the source or like the um, place where you come back for a lot of the people to depend on their practice and then goes from there. Hope that make, I hope I make that make sense. Kind of, kind of, sort of. Uh, repeat it to me so I get Michelle because she had a hand up. Repeat it to me. So like, it feels like nowadays we're like in the battle of thought. So would it make sense that a battle of thought? A thought. Thought. Gotcha. Okay. Because it's like religion is the source of all information. Going off of what you just. I understand. Okay. I get what you're saying now. Only in the south. Okay. You're you're in the south. And so your worldview, he said religion is the source of information. You're right. In the South. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the word Torah actually means teaching, doesn't it? If, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Absolutely. So you've got the, the Torah is Tanakh. It is oh, more accurately did I case, well, that would be Greek. But Torah is the law and the teachings of the law. Yeah. But Torah is just one part of the Hebrew Bible, which is more accurately called the Tanakh. It is the Torah, the Ketuvim, and the Netuvim. It just stands for, it, well, it doesn't stand for anything, the Hebrew words. It means law, writings, prophets. Law, writings, prophets. So in, if you read your Bible and it says something like, from the law to the prophets, and it's capitalized, they don't mean, so it doesn't mean law, like the law and those prophets. No, it means from Genesis to Malachi is what they'd be talking in your language. You get it? So when he says from the law to the prophets, it means because the Hebrew Bible starts with Genesis, ends with Chronicles. Not Second Chronicles. There's no Second Chronicles. It's one Chronicles. Samuel and Chronicles is just one book. It starts with fall of man and the rise of man. I mean, ends with the rise of man because of how does Chronicles end? On a high note. Anywho, there you go. Let's keep going. The crypto eco... So many words coming out at the same time. Cryptocurrency ecosystem. There we go. Did we get a grace? I'm just about to tell you how much money is around here. Is this fine? That, that's all. I'm just going to tell you how much money. Oh, yes, Michelle. Holla at me. This is one of my favorite comedians goes, Holla at your boy, but don't yell. <laughs> go ahead. Um, I was coming to cut. Oh, I was coming um, to you. So, crypto, what can we use it for right now? Yep, it's um, you can make payments with it, so you can pay salary with it. You can, if you're in a crypto traded market, you can do anything with it. Anything. So, with some it. places are. So, yeah. Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world. 
helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because ner- the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a, you know, a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merit Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Value to accept crypto as payment versus American cash? Absolutely. And you can trade crypto against other crypto. Sure can. The, the way you do foreign exchange, you trade money against money. It's the same way you can do crypto. Absolutely. So you can make more, so trade crypto to make more and more crypto like you do cash. Absolutely. It would, it, it would have a crypto exchange rate. It sure will. Because some crypto is greater than others. So pretty much, you would you advise to spot crypto until it comes to the point where that's all we're using when the dollar loses its value? I'll push that further. Everybody here will regret not having stockpiles of cryptocurrency in about three years. Every last one of you. Well, I agree with you. My pastor already mm-hmm. prophesied and told us we need to start going crypto. That crypto was going to go big real soon. So no I agree doubt. with you. It's already big, and I'm glad you agree. I just want you all to know, don't go in crypto trying to get rich. You, you will. That's not the point, okay? The point here is you need to think more long-term. I was on the phone with one of you <coughs> today, and, and you said, well, Tony, can you help me? exchange $2,000. I said, sure, how much money you want? And then eventually the person said, well, I don't know. You don't know what to ask. When I, and I start breaking down reasonable returns and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And once I broke it down, she said, well, now that you break all that down, I would like $10,000. I said, okay, so you need to play the long-term game. You need to take $2,000 and then continuously reinvest it over time until it equals $10,000. Now I told her that's a 5,000, no, 500% return on investment. You, and I, she's 40-ish. I said, you can live for another 50 years and you will never, ever put money in the bank at 2,000 and get back 10,000. You're never gonna get a 500% return on investment in 50 years. But should you know how to do money, you can get that in a year pretty aggressive 
Like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is the, you, you. Sugar, when your grandmother was coming up, she can save her way to wealth. That ain't, that ain't it no more. They don't let you do that no more. The game is not designed that way anymore. As soon as we got rid of the gold standard, we got rid of saving your way to wealth. You understand what I'm saying? We're on the fiat system. It doesn't mean anything. Antonio, what is a so what does legal tender mean? Absolutely nothing. It means absolutely zero. Legal tender, they found the most vague words possible on purpose. It means nothing. It means nothing at all. Legal tender means nothing. Just, the only time you can get in trouble for saying legal tender is if you walk up on a woman and say, you're looking like legal tender. Then it means something. You're going to jail. But other than that, it don't mean nothing on your money. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. Don't mean nothing on your money. May I ask a question My, real quick? Sure can. I'm, I'm going to get Brittany B too. Nah, you're good. Go ahead. Um, How can we purchase... I, I know I missed the first class. I know these questions were probably answered in the first class. All good. But how can we purchase crypto? And two, how much... Crypto, will we need to flip it to make maybe five or ten thousand? I'm looking into flipping money now, technically to do what I need to do in a more speedier way. So that's why. Good. Good. Outstanding. Well, outstanding. Now, what you want? One Bitcoin is worth thirty-seven. Hold on, let me give you the accurate number. Like as of today. I'm logging into my stuff right now. <clears throat> so my, my little thing is opening up. It'll open up here in a second. And I want to tell you exactly, okay, it's logging in. I don't want to show it to you. I got my, it's my wallet. You know? <laughs> I want to show you my wallet. <clears throat> but it's coming. I, I wish I wish show you guys something. You know what? I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a screenshot. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take a screenshot. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take a doggone screenshot. That's that's what I'm gonna start doing. Whenever I want to show y'all something y'all ain't supposed to see, I'm gonna show y'all a screenshot because y'all be like looking at the doggone sight and stuff, and I don't want y'all doing that. Right now, Bitcoin is worth one Bitcoin. One is worth thirty-seven thousand four hundred and seventy-nine dollars and seventy-four cents, and that's up ninety. No, 0.93. So it's up less than 1% in the last 24 hours and up 9% in the last seven days. It's Wait a minute, you said one, bit, one, one Bitcoin is worth how much? 37,000. 37, yep, yep. As a matter of fact, let me <clears throat> let me log into another one real quick. But I've got two of these. And how do, I'm to log into. So would I have to pay thirty seven thousand in American? How much in American cash would that cost me to get one Bitcoin worth that much? I gave you American I cash. I gave you American cash, thirty seven thousand. Oh. So buy. So what you'll be doing right now is buying shares or pieces, portions of Bitcoin. That's still worth money now. Still worth plenty. So if you if you invest ten thousand dollars in Bitcoin right now, you won't have ten thousand Bitcoin. You're going to have one third of a Bitcoin. <laughs> no, not even a third. You're going to have 20, a quarter. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty-five percent of a bitcoin. What you're gonna have? That's a lot of money, though. It's still ten thousand. The reason why, but listen, it's not just Bitcoin, y'all, because a rising tide raises all ships. So if Bitcoin rises, then what are other people going to do? People like Phil are going to say, well, let me look, look, let me finish logging in. People like Phil are going to say, well, let me just, uh, let me look at the number two in there. And they're going to go there. And then that one's going to rise up. Give me, takes me nothing. Okay, boom. All right, waiting on this to load up now. I've got two accounts. Because I messed up the first time, so all this is going to say all zeros. All right, two what? accounts. Here we go. Oh, wait, What's wait. your favorite? Jack, oh, my favorite crypto? Cryptocurrency, currency, yeah. Uh, I'll, show, I'll show it to you, my favorite. Okay. And But now, I'll tell you right now, Dogecoin is going to be my favorite for sure. There's no doubt about it. Can you see my... No? Okay, hold on. I was hoping you were going to say Dogecoin because, boy, oh, I'm yeah. trying. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's that's, that's going to be my favorite. Can you see Jax here? Yeah. Oh, you can't see Jax. Okay, yeah. cool. <clears throat> oh, no. See, this is actually an app on the Mac. Yeah, it's an app on the Mac. Now, this is, remember, this chapter is is cryptocurrency Market, marketplace, whatever I called it. I made it up when I was telling you, I told you right now. Uh, what, what, what I told you right now. Okay, next, I'll be talking about, I, I made the whole thing up. <laughs> Cryptocurrency. Okay, hold on. I, I, let me use my brain. I called it. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, I used a big word, ecosystem. I tapped into my field, my, my inner field and used a big, big old word. So here's Jax, okay? Here you go, Jerry, answering your question. My stuff is running out of memory. Here's Bitcoin answering your question, uh, Michelle. The reason I knew, I didn't, I didn't go to Google because I have this. And it's telling me that right now, Bitcoin, stop, memory, Bitcoin is worth this much. So this is the ecosystem. It has a market cap of $697.88 billion. And a supply of 18.62 million. 51 billion in US volume. This used to be my favorite one, Jerry, to answer your question. Ethereum. You probably you there's no doubt about look 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 at the change of it, Jerry. Just look at it. In seven days, it went up 25%. Good Lord. It's, it, right? And it's it's the number two one. Mm-hmm. So everybody, because everybody can hear go, oh my God, I can't afford that one. But they see, oh, this is just sixteen hundred. I'm gonna buy, and I knew people was gonna <clears throat> at the rise of Bitcoin forces the rise of Ethereum. But now, is this? Let's see what is this. But Dogecoin has become my favorite because all the people like, hold on, I gotta blow this up, y'all. All the people like me. All the tech geeks like me are, oh, I need to come here. All the tech geeks like me are on top of this one because we decided to be. It's as simple as that. Simple as that. This one right now is worth four cents. Okay, worth four cents. Doing pretty good. Five point, you understand what I'm saying? All this is the marketplace. 
See, I'm the ecosystem. Market cap, six billion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just fantastic. Easiest way to keep up with the market cap is to find you one of the, I like Jack's Liberty. That's me. Because I started off with Jack's and they upgraded to Jack's Liberty and I don't really like change and this does everything I needed to do. Of course, and when you buy, everything is secure. You never got to worry about anything because it's Bitcoin. Just know they're going to give you a 28-word paraphrase. You ever lose it, you ain't got no more Bitcoin or no more crypto. You can't lose it because it's not controlled by nobody. Go ahead, Amanda. Okay, so the Jack's Liberty is just for crypto, correct? Absolutely, just for crypto. What app do you recommend for like stocks? Yeah, good stuff. I'm gonna let me. I'm gonna answer your question differently because I have to. Not for legal purposes. I have. There's different ways to invest. <clears throat> when I first started, I enjoyed Acorns very much. I still do. I still recommend Acorns to anybody. Remember, I made all y'all like they couldn't even work here without having an Acorns account. Acorn, they they could. Acorns and what was the blue one? No, not stash. Stash is new compared to this one. Mint. So I made them download three things: Mint to monitor their money, Acorns, and then it was Betterment. Because, and this is the this is now the answer to your question, Amanda. And everybody hear me well. Notice how I didn't say this one because I'm always worried about the fees. It's the fees for me, is what the young folk would say. It's the fees. Both Acorns and Betterment are on the low end of the low end of fees. Why? Because you want to pull your money, don't you? I'm not saying all the time, but when it's time for me to cash out, I'm not, I'm not trying to cash you out. See, there was, there was my Republican side, there was my Republican side again, okay? When, and when it's time for me to get my money, I'm, I don't mind you making money. But don't try to like come up off me alone. I need you to divide that out between a billion of us. Fees for betterment last time I checked was like half a percent or something. It was very, very low, extremely low. I would love to tell her, oh, this app, this app, this app, this app. One of the easiest things I could have gave you was, uh, what's the green one? Fidelity. They're fantastic. Their fees are pretty reasonable. Betterment's better. Thank you. Don't pick. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Don't pick your stock app because of the user interface. That's how you pick your games. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Don't don't do that. Pick your stock apps because of the fees when it's time for you to pull your money, and there will come a time for you to pull your money. Now, in, 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 in cases, you're supposed to keep it in the long term. I'm not talking about day trading. I'm saying even if you keep it there for seven years, when it's time to pull your money, you shouldn't be getting hit like it's a 401k. 
20% fees. <laughs> right, Jerry? Like, when it's, when it's time to pull your money, when, when you got a million dollars in, you're not trying to pay $10,000 out. That's inappropriate. Right. Yeah, that's inappropriate. That's not, nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to do that. So pick it by the fees. What I would do is do a simple Google search, which stock apps have the lowest fees and start there. Here was my progression. I started with Betterment and I made sure I put a thousand dollars a week. I didn't have much money at the time. Uh, and, where, and where did I find out about Betterment? The forum, but it wasn't a forum. It was the podcast. Listen to those two. It was, these were two regular 30 year old white boys in New York. And I mean that affectionately drinking beer, talking about stocks. It was incredible. It, it's, 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 to this day, it's a, you know, I'm going to show you how this dog on podcast. Y'all need to. I strongly recommend this podcast. Look, I didn't even have to finish typing. I strongly recommend this podcast. Oh, stupid memory. Listen, stupid memory. Stop it. I'm coming. I'll clear you out in a little bit. Listen, money matters. <laughs> Not your father's personal finance. It's in, nah, this is a website and they on Android because it's not. It is absolutely not. They, I mean, they don't hear cussing. Not, not no derogatory way. It's just some young dudes. Look, simple strategy for rental properties. Look, one of my favorite books. This is literally one of my favorite books. This will never work. I got, I got Deanna reading this book right now as we speak. Great index fund takeover. Y'all, we live in such a great time. You know how much Phil had to work just to learn about index funds? We live in such a great time. Five questions before. First off, Jerry had to qualify for a mentor just to learn about foreclosures. You can log on the internet now and listen to dudes drinking beer and go do master classes of this stuff. The rule of 55. You got to know what that is, right? It's just why rich people are cheaping. God, dog, I sure am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. I really am. I have no idea what three Ps are. I haven't listened to this one, up, none of these up here. I, but I, and what you do is you come all the way down. Look, they got 505 episodes, y'all. I wouldn't lie about 2012. I've been, been listening to this for a long time. Yeah. I want to say 2011. They didn't change hosts and everything by then. Look, how to justify large purchases, not sure how to buy stocks, beginner's guide to investing, etc. This podcast made me a master at stocks. All I would do is listen to them. And I'm going to tell you when I started. I was a freshman. I was a sophomore in college. So this is 2011. I said 2012, didn't I? Mm-hmm. This is 2011. I was a sophomore in college and I had a 60-minute trip. And guess what I would do? Knock out two episodes. Two up, two back. Yeah, that's what I did. And I was got so addicted to it. And then who doesn't want to learn about stocks while driving in traffic? That's like the perfect time to listen to stock information while stuck in Houston traffic. It's the perfect time. What, what, what I'm trying to stress to y'all is 
the reason why ATS is so successful is because the way I'm bragging about Listen Money Matters mm-hmm. is the way you're bragging about ATS because you can sit here and get real information and ask real questions and get real answers. And I'm not the only one that knows some stuff. Wow. Amanda accidentally made $248 right, off of stock. <laughs> that's, a, that's a perfect person to, to learn from. You should write a book, The Accidental $248 Rich Person, right? Or something like that. It's incredible, y'all. Pick low fees. I thought about betterment for low fees. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Be back in a little bit, okay? Going down. So you got the, this is how I started. Betterment and then acorns. I found about acorns just by sheer luck. Acorns lets you invest your loose change, Michelle. What they'll do is they'll put your loose change and let you buy shares, um, portions of shares is what it's called. And they'll you'll be you'll you'll own oil stocks, just you know a fraction of a percentage of it. But the more you keep investing your loose change, is the more that they'll do it. So I suggest all of you when you are first starting off, find you some app that does third-party trading for you. Do not, under no circumstances, day trade. I still haven't met a reputable person. Well, I don't want to say that. Just even millionaires who day trade don't day trade like that no more. They now sell education to sustain the million dollars. It's like Robert Kiyosaki. Now he sells rich dad systems, not properties in Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? Just, just even your day traders aren't day trading like that once you get to a certain dollar amount. Even they go to real estate or something else. That says a lot. Yeah. That says a whole lot. It doesn't make sense that I teach you about business if I don't do business anymore. If I was just an educator and I wasn't over here programming and inventing stuff all day, I wouldn't listen to me. It is the truth, right? You, you want to, Gary V calls them practitioners. You want, you want somebody in the fight. Yeah. You, you, you want to learn coaching from me? Maybe that I coach small group session all the time. Phil, take good care of you. He liked that stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He take good care of you. Do you wanna do you wanna do technology to where you can have insulation and keep things cool? For me, I wouldn't. But Pam Norris got you got you covered. She got scientists and stuff on her team. Practitioners, y'all. Practitioners, practitioners, practitioners. When you first start off, get a third party. I went from Acorn, Betterment, Acorns, and once I saw you in the money, I went to Vanguard. And if you know anything about, you know, Vanguard. Why? Because Acorns, you can invest right now, Michelle, no money at all. You just you got $13, boom, you're a stock investor. My account was connected to Acorn. It was doing that. They realized it was doing that. They sent me a email saying, you got this much money to use. I'm like, where did that money come from? So, yeah. Thank God for the accidents, right? 
you know, Betterment, about $1,000 to get you started. Vanguard, I think about $3,000 the minimum. I think. I think. And then Fidelity has plenty. Yeah. There you go. Very good question. I covered the whole ecosystem and then touched on stocks. Then touched on stocks. I think last section should be here. Hmm. Somebody's going to ask me what's the best cryptocurrencies to invest in. So write that down. Best cryptocurrencies to invest in. I'm going to tell you all of them. That's the answer I want to give. I'm going to make this... I'm going to give you some, I'm going to give you some coins to watch out for. Can I, can I just do that? Can I give you some coins to watch out for? All right. I feel better doing that. Cool. I feel better than that. Just, I would rather you understand that at the rise of Bitcoin, all others will rise. I, and I'd much rather you join these forums let me show you what I'm talking about. So remember I showed y'all the um, Reddit and Core, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all don't, you probably, you, remember you've probably been over there, but I'm going to show you what I did. So when you get here, it's going to say forms. And Right here, that looks like Cora, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I've been setting them up over time to talk about them. I haven't put crypto in there, but I will. And what y'all gonna do? Well, but you may not do it, but trust me, someone's gonna start it off, right? Well, when once you start catching on, like, man, I can learn stuff in here, stuff in here. Like, e- e- hear men's health, travel buddy. Technology, all sports, right? Get in here, talk crap. LeBron James sucks. Don't say that. I'm gonna be upset because LeBron James is the goat. But you, you get what I'm saying, okay? That, that's what I mean by the forums. They're, they're incredibly lively. But I would rather you all, before I answer this, give you the coins to watch. Watch the boards. Why am I saying that? It's so simple. I've been teaching it to you for three years. Poll your audience. If enough people are talking about it, Jerry, pay attention to it. If it has attention, it's going to have money. I love these forms because it's like it's like they're saying, Antonio, we're going to have a conversation. Feel free to eavesdrop and poll us. Is how I feel like they're saying. It's a great way. It is. If if, if I'm feel, I'm looking at psychology subjects or something or speak I'm going to the speakers you know the speaker forums Mm -hmm. and I'm listening to their complaints so I can develop my next package right (laughs) and I'm going in there I feel with the Marcus Ham challenge and offering a free consultation (laughs) you know I'm just going right in there here's some free stuff here's some free stuff it's it's Half the stuff I'm coming up with, y'all, is because I'm always listening to, I keep telling you, my mentor is the market. I'm always listening to the market. Go ahead, Jerry. So just just to kind of clarify in my own brain, I don't think this has been said specifically, 
in especially starting out in um, cryptocurrency as an investment, you would be looking at a long-term strategy, oh, a buy and a buy and hold. You're not looking at right. Okay, yeah. You have to because until they, you want you're not even going to get like day. Well, I guess you could get day trading. People do do it, but that's dumb. Because until this is until it becomes a strong medium of exchange, the the only profitable information I can give to any of you is to buy and hold. Because you can't exchange it. You can exchange it with others, but you can't you, you can't pay your rent with crypto right now. Right. Yeah. And, and, I, and yeah. I, and, no, go ahead. Yeah, I, I I know a gentleman who. Uh, purchased about $10,000 worth of Bitcoin when it was about 1100 maybe $1,700 and has held on to it. And there was at one point where it dipped way down low. And uh, I said, well, you know, what are you going to do? He said, I'm going to do what I was going to do to start with. I'm just going to hold on to it. And smart. of course, right? Of course, yeah, now you bought Bitcoin in 2015 when the government was hating on it real hard, when it was at like $12,000, and they were saying, oh, it's gonna bubble. You put 10,000 in there? What's that, 33, 10,000 to 37,000? That's 300% yeah. plus, plus 370%. Yeah. So, what, so what's 370% of 10,000? Like what, how much would that be? You have to show your calculator on the screen. Man, that would be that's fantastic. You put ten that means every dollar would have went up three hundred and seventy percent. That's incredible. In my head, Grace, I feel like that is three hundred and seventy percent more than ten thousand dollars. I feel like that's thirty seven thousand dollars now. That ten thousand would have been. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's thirty-seven thousand dollars. Yeah. In ten years, I dare you go do that at the bank. I dare you put about <laughs> three hundred seventy thousand. Well, there you go. I, I I forgot to add a zero. I dare you go do that at the bank. No, if you do that in the bank, they gonna. They gonna shoot you. You robbing something. That's the only way to do in the bank. <laughs> you got here's ten thousand. I stick them up. I want the rest of it, right? <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> the only way you doing that in the bank. Right, let me let me end this. See, I, I what was I? Oh, I was confused. You had a coin. All right, let's go with see a coin. That's S I A coin, all one word. <laughs> Just watch out for these. Okay, just watch out for them. Watch out for them. Then you got our door, A R D O R, A R D O R. It's a it's it's a scalable blockchain platform, but it's just don't worry about it. It's just you can just Google these and you you find Ripple, Stratus with an I S. Gollum, G-O-L-E-M. Dodge coin, I mean, you know, Dodge. I would definitely look out for that one. 
Lithium. What is that? I, I forget it. I didn't get how to spell it. It's the second one, though. The one I was just showing. I'll watch out for those. Uh, girl, let me Google it. Yeah, I don't want to put back up. <laughs> I don't want to put back up my uh, Ethereum is what I meant to say. I want to put back up my thing and have my memory go short. Ethereum, e like E T H E R E U M. Yep. Let's say I'm gonna ask someone. Um, if you give a thousand dollars, I'm answering this locally for everybody. Okay. I, I got you. I got you. You give a thousand dollars. What should be your return on investment for a thousand dollars? And of course, how long does that take? Would be the second answer. A reasonable return on investment is five to seven percent. It's a reasonable return on investment. Is there anybody? I said reasonable. I didn't say like just reasonable. Like you get this, you're not supposed to be upset. And you didn't take too much risk. Is that is that fair, Jerry? Yeah, at seven percent, you double in ten years. So that's that's very reasonable. Annually. Yes, annually. Thank thank you. And yes, not monthly. <laughs> annually, <laughs> not monthly. So watch yourself, okay? It's it, you, you double in, in t- so you're talking about a seven percent. So you just take what seven percent over a thousand. And then this is your rate of return. Okay, you understand what I'm saying? This is this is your rate of return. This is reasonable. The reason why you want to stay within reason. This is the one time I'm going to tell you to be logical. Any other time, I, logic is poverty. So to be logical is to keep yourself poor, with the exception of investing. Because now we're not talking about opinions. We're talking about the rules of money and how they follow the laws of money. We're talking about universal law. Once you start, you have to remember that money has an algorithm. What is an algorithm? It just means a set of instructions. As weird as this sounds, if I tell y'all that money is not difficult at all, it just plays a set of rules. You would be like, uh-uh, because it's too hard for me. No, it's not too hard for you. The rules have been hidden from you. But it's not hard. Money is never supposed to go under 80% return on investment. I'm not telling you that can't happen. Because if you invested in Apple in 1979, oh, you'd be just fine. <laughs> you'd be swell. You'd be well over 800. Yeah, you'd be well over 800% return on investment. You'd be just fine. But how many apples are there out there? You, if you force, and this is this is literally, I'm going to just quote, I'm about to quote Richard Man Trash Can. Just not in, I'm, I'm sorry, Richest Man in Babylon, excuse me. I'm going to quote Richest Man in Babylon. 
and just put it out there in regular terms and not the King James Version. If you force money to unreasonable returns, you will lose it. This is law. Law. So you say, Antonio, what can you do with it? What can I do with a thousand dollars? You can expect seven percent. You're all right, five or seven percent. What if I got ten percent? That's fantastic. You're doing a good job. What if I got twenty five percent? I I could see that too. Let's let's talk. Tell me how you're gonna get twenty five percent. Because now you're not talking about investing. You're talking about attaching it to some great vehicle, which investing is a vehicle, but now you're talking about something different. And if you're talking about 25%, now you're taking more. The higher the interest, I mean, the higher the return, the more the risk. Sugar gave me some money. Sugar about to be straight. But I asked Sugar, you want this now or you want this later? She said, do what you want. I'm doing what I want. I'm doing what she should have did with her money. You understand what I'm saying? I ain't giving it to her quick, but that ain't what she needed. What she wanted was never have to go back to work again. Right. All right, you see the thumbs up? That's what she wanted. She well, wanted to exchange. A, yes, ma'am. Can the, I can understand her telling you, do what you want, but if we was to say we want both, I'm just asking. We won't later because we know it's going to build, but what if we needed something for a project that we needed a little extra money for and we said we want it now? Do you get do you get back not as much as you get it now as if you get more if you get it later? I hope I asked that correctly. For you you, I understood every word you said. So you you actually answered the question in itself on the, on the second part, but I'm going to give you more details because you had another part in there. Of course, yeah. If you want something now, it's always going to be less. It has to be because it's now. You have to keep it in the oven to get cooked, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you take it before the cooking is over, then you're gonna get it. It's gonna be a little raw than what it should be. So yes, that second part. But when you say, "Can you do both?" the answer is no. You you have to choose. You, yeah, you can do both if you do two different investments <laughs> you know what I'm saying if you do two different investments yes but you must choose which rules of money your money is going to follow long term rules or short term rules this is one of the things that uh, people don't understand now Think about this. I'm sorry. I'm leaving my backpack. So let's take Michelle's. Michelle, let's play, and we'll answer your hypothetical questions right now. I need this money now. The first question, well, soon, for a project. All right. That's a short-term investment. This is good, because even when you go to, like, Betterment or something, they're going to ask you the same thing. How long, is this for one year? Is this for three years? Is this for 10 years? Right? They're going to ask you the same thing. What's your goal? Michelle, how long? When is this project due? Is what I'm going to ask you. And you, you, unmute your mic and give me back an answer, and then I'll, I'll make the whole rest of the class about this here. So this is fantastic. So let's say this project is due in by the end of this month. Let's just say so. Oh, three weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, this is an example. This is just an example. But, no, okay, well, let's say the project is due in, in hypothetical. Let's say the project is due in three months. Uh, st- still, no, but 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 we're gonna answer both. You can make you can let's say let's just use a thousand dollars for easy math. Thousand dollars. All right, so we got one thousand dollars. Buy a gun. Thirty days. <laughs> yeah, rob a right. rob a bank. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. One thousand dollars, easy money. I need thirty days. This is where you say. Fact, Michelle, you just blessed everybody. Because I'm, I'm in a living. I'm asking you, can I tell you what would I do? I'm not going to do that just yet. But when I ask you, can I tell you what would I do? You really want to say yes, okay? Thousand dollars, thirty days. Sounds like you're getting back a thousand twenty dollars. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's just what it, it is. What it is. Make twenty dollars back. You get it back your investment. Maybe you made twenty dollars, and I'm really, 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 really being way too high with that. That's five to seven percent annually. Oh, number. Yeah, it's not five to seven percent a day. Yeah, it's not five to seven percent. Okay. Well, before you go on your full explanation, tell me an amount that a person would need to invest to get somewhat of a good flip on it within three to six months. That sounds like so. Define good flip for me. As in, you want an extra. Do I need to invest? Like, yeah, a good flip maybe be between an extra three to five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's something like forty thousand dollars. Got it. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's something. That's something like forty thousand dollars. Yeah, right. And and that's not talking about with the five to seven percent return. That's saying if you have forty thousand dollars and you put it in a real estate investment vehicle attached to some higher other deal let's see actually let, I, I mean i mean i'm even tell you for forty thousand, you get you 1500 is what i'm gonna take you take forty thousand, you put it next to one of jerry's deals that's three hundred and fifteen thousand, and you say jerry i would like to save you forty thousand. can you use my forty thousand? and when you close this deal in 30 days i would like fifteen hundred dollars back Jerry goes, I could do that. Of course he would. I would do that. I would absolutely do that. Because why? Because you, you're letting me keep 40000 liquid. Okay. I would gladly rent your money for $1,500. <laughs> <laughs> I would. That's exactly what I'm doing. I would gladly rent your money for $1,500 so I can keep $40,000 just in case I find something or something happens. Gladly. Because $1,500 it's all I'm. It's all I'm coming out of. You're gonna give me forty, but I'm not coming out of forty plus fifteen hundred. I'm coming out fifteen hundred. I would gladly stay forty dollars, forty thousand dollars safer when I know I'm about to make sixty thousand dollars off a deal. Gladly, for two reasons. For one, I'm safe. I got forty thousand dollars. I'm looking at my sixty thousand dollar profit. I'm gonna give you back fifteen hundred, so I'm keeping fifty eight fifty. But now, guess what I did. I done got you. You done got hooked. Mm-hmm. You done said, oh, my God, Jerry, can you do another one? Mm-hmm. I sure can borrow your money again to stay safe. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, at least try to, to get the game. I would absolutely keep you addicted to taking risk so I can de-risk me. 
Y'all hear what I'm saying? Because yeah. if you lose the money, if the deal go bad, deal go bad for both of us. Sorry, you lost your 40000 But guess who didn't lose their 40000 This guy. <laughs> see y'all understand how this go? Uh-huh. We, it's an investment. We're under. It's storming in Houston, Texas. Okay. This is an investment. We are under contract to invest your money. There's a, there's a risk with investment. I'm not under obligation to do this 100%. That ain't how it works. No, you can't preach a sermon and get 100% of the people. Oh, no. Now, if you're doing that in the name of Jesus with the power of Jesus and can't get 100%, don't try to hold me okay. to 100%. You understand what I'm saying? All right, there we go. But you get it. Money has rules. Now, at this point, she should ask me, what would I do? She ain't asked me, so I can't. Antonio, what would you do, yes, sir? Oh, you look so you look so glowy and pretty today. I'm just you ask me that question. It's so so fantastic. This is what I would do. I'd make my I would change my money into politics. That's what I would do. You should write everything I'm about to say down. I would make my money political. If I knew I only had a thousand dollars. I would come to Jerry and I would say, Jerry, I see you got that Rikasia thing going on. I like it. Now, Jerry, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm just, just got a thousand dollars. I'm not, I'm not worthy of what I'm about to ask you. So I'm not gonna ask you. I'm just gonna ask you a question around it for my general information. But I'm coming back to you worthy. Jerry, go say, I like this guy. I'm going to say, thank you, sir. I sure appreciate you. <laughs> Jerry, by law of capitalism, if I had $10,000, would I be able to buy a position that is greater than where I'm at right now? Jerry would say, that's a good question, Antonio. <laughs> uh, cut that mic off. I say, Jerry's saying, well, 10,000 is a bit short. I say, Jerry, I'm glad you said that. Can you tell me what's not a bit short? Jerry'd say, it's, well, something like 40,000. Say, thank you very much, Jerry. Let me, let me ask you another question. 40,000 would buy me what exactly? Jerry would say, well, I think 40000 at this stage of cases to buy you a whole team and put you in the flow of income. I think, it, I think it should buy you expansion. So when we go to the next country, you're in you know, the proper position mm-hmm. to benefit. Say, wow. Then Jerry said, wait a minute. That just comes with conditions because I need you to work. You have to become a leader and you need to start now because I need a full exchange of services for this. Mm-hmm. So I got you, Jerry. Yes, yes, sir. I understand. Okay, well, you got your answer. And then I got my goal, 40000 Now, I ain't got no more questions. Mm-hmm. 1000 need to become 40000 
I'm so glad I grew up in a trash can. Okay. <laughs> 1,000 needs to become 40,000. So now I know now I need to put my money wherever it can flip as fast as possible in small increments until it gets to 40,000. Then when they get to 40,000, Jerry, I'm worthy now. You get one of them, one of them handshakes your grandmother gave you. Hey, Jerry, write it right up in there. <laughs> Go ahead, Jerry. That's such a great example. What it reminds me of, and a lot of people don't know this, in the early days of Las Vegas, um, when you know tipping was a real big deal, and these jobs uh, at these hotels, I mean, uh, whether it was a, a valet runner or a bell desk guy or what. Those were six-figure jobs because of the tips that were involved. To get one of those jobs in the early days, you you would do that. You come in with forty grand to buy that position, and you got to work, right? You got to be on the job to to make it happen. But you bought a hundred and fifty thousand dollar a year job, and this was back in the seventies, right? And if, who wouldn't if if you could do that? Why not, right? My money needs to be political. If I can't make it flip, I need to make it political. You understand what I'm saying? That's legal. As long as I'm exchanging a service, this is what, this is what Jerry said. Remember, Jerry put to inside. Now, listen to me. I can't just, you can't just give me 40000 and you buy your way to the top. That's a Ponzi scheme. You understand? No, no. You have to become a leader. You have to exchange services. You understand what I'm saying? That's no different. That's no different than. Jerome being VIP or whatever, you understand what I'm saying? Because before we drop prices, you pay this, you deserve to get treated a certain way. Go ahead, Phil. It's like buying a franchise. Perfect example. What a great example. Wow, that was a really great example to make everybody understand that. It's you just franchising it. So now you say, Antonio. Oh, not, not me. Jerry. That's so why I use Jerry that. <laughs> you say Jerry. Uh, like 40000 You go get it. You just go get it. And you find a way to go get it. Or you say, here's $1,000 to somebody else. I'll work for you for three months, but I need you to become 2000 There's There's places that'll do it. There's, there's right vehicle to do the right thing. Right vehicle to do the right thing. Maybe somebody... Going out of business, or not going out of business, need that advertisement budget to stay afloat. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, in everything you do, you're going to take a risk, but but there you go. There you go. Okay, Chris wants to say something. I'm going to answer PPP, Paycheck Protection Program, and then we're out of here. I'm laughing because that kind of feels like I'm in that situation. I use my vehicle media business to be here. Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what you did. Yeah. That takes two, two, two years. Dummy. <laughs> I wait. There's a guy in my city who is fantastic, who actually is a bit more advanced than Chris because he's older, right? He's older and he has he had a few more years in it because he's older, right? A few more years older. And he's sitting there doing some stuff, but it wasn't Chris. See, just because you're more advanced doesn't mean I want you. That's not that right? That's not the way it works. Chris is in the network. Chris has to drive, and most importantly, Chris ain't got no kids. What? And he's fine. You know what I'm Raise it. And he's fine. And he's fine. There it is. He's got style. <laughs> that's it. He's got that style. Get him, Chris. Get him. That's, that's it. And Chris ain't got no kids. 
So what do we? Chris basically, Chris has his travel expenses paid, his housing paid, and his food paid. Uh, if you ask Chris, where you live at? Basically, here's <laughs> Chris here five to six days a week for free. All his food is covered, <laughs> and his travel is even travel. I ain't got nothing to do with. We cover that too. You understand what I'm saying? We cover that too. He exchanged his camera and his high income skill set for all that. It's legal. And of course, we have been much better with Chris here. So good job. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Right? There you go. And of course, it's fun to have around too. It's fun to have around. Fun to have around. He surprised me Wednesday. He just showed up in Houston Wednesday. He surprised me. Now I was, I was happy for it. He got some good film. Paycheck Protection Program. Second round just opened up today, if I'm not mistaken. Or, or this week for sure. But I, I, yeah, for sure. I'm sorry. Second round of the second round just opened up. <laughs> just opened up. Is it good? Yes. Yes, it's good. Yes, it is. Uh, don't doubt it. It's fantastic. Uh, can you ask me, private messenger, more questions so I don't be general? That's not the first part. I keep getting this question. It's like the fourth time I've got it this week. I would tell you, might be getting it. You apply for it? No, but I have a question. Okay. It's first come, first serve. I need to recognize that. First come, first serve. Yeah, because Carisha asked about it, didn't she? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's been about four people. First come, first serve. It is fantastic. If it wasn't fantastic, then the Los Angeles Lakers wouldn't have had their paycheck protection program. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's the truth. Yeah. Lakewood, Los Angeles Lakers, all of them got their paycheck protection program. Oh, she, <laughs> that's all I wanted to hear. All right. It is always good to get money when you don't need it. Okay. That is, okay. You sure right on that? Because I sure am putting yeah. in my second one. Paid it. Yeah. Paid it. It's always borrowed. Now, this is, this is, I learned this from a Wall Street banker, okay? I learned this from a Wall Street banker. San Antonio, always borrow money when you don't need it. Because when you need it, they're not going to give it to you. Oh. I never forgot that lesson. And trust me, your credit profile shows you when you need money. You go from two inquiries to seven in 30 days. That's a red flag. People got 800 credit scores. So my, my, my credit score is a, well, 771, something like that. It jumps up, down, jump up, down, up, down. 771. And I got two inquiries. You know what I'm saying? Just two. If I had 11, if 506. As weird as that sounds, I'm, t- I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you. As weird as that sounds, that is facts. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's facts. Okay? Now, and this is, and it, it's going to jump up to 800, well, it doesn't matter, right? But just know that it'll be way above 800 here, or slightly above 800 here in the next. <sighs> The next 30 days, for one, I'm about to put $300,000 of debt on it, and the government's going to love that. They're going to love that part. Okay, They're going to love that part. 
So now for the three hundred thousand dollars debt, they're gonna say, "Oh, Antonio, you, you deserve thirty points." Just watch, watch, watch. They do it. That alone. But then my income keeps income keeps increasing too. And then my 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 I have very few revolving counts on on my credit. I have student loans. And one other, I got like two or three revolving accounts. I'm about to have 20 because I'm playing a little game right now. Okay, I'm about to have 20. So once you get 20 revolving accounts plus all this debt, they're going to say, you look like Phil Sorrentino. That's what they say. They're going to look at me and say that. And you're going to have, you know, 820 or something like that. Eight, you know, whatever. But I don't even know. I don't know if it's 850, 820. I don't even remember how far it goes up. But it doesn't even matter to me. Okay. Point is, when you right now I don't need money, so guess what I'm going to go do? Get all the money. I'm getting cash heavy as possible, cash heavy as possible, because I want to buy I want to buy Gold's Gym for ten thousand dollars, all of it, all the equipment, and hold the equipment, Jerry. And once things get better, I'm gonna sell it for fifty thousand dollars. Which is still gonna be cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind a five hundred percent return on investment. Uh, <laughs> I don't mind. You understand what I'm saying? I don't mind at all. I don't need to sell it for. I'm gonna sell it for enough room for somebody else to make money. Yeah, don't bother me at all. So get your paycheck protection programs. Get your. There's another one in there. I forget what it's called. Uh, the other one. I, it's it's some acronym or something. Go ahead. It's an acronym. I, I forget what it's called. Okay, this is a problem. I feel like it's going to be a common question. But what if you feel like you don't have employees? Would you recommend still getting that? Or I'm, not, I'm not a CPA. Because <laughs> I'm not a CPA. But I can tell you as a businessman that you have a paycheck. And the reason why you, you are hiring employees right now to expand your business as a taxpaying citizen in the United States of America, and the pandemic stopped you from hiring employees and stimulating the American economy. And all you want to do is hire employees. Could you please give me my paycheck protection program? Because you all costed me, here's the data, $30,000 a quarter. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. You don't need no employee. And I didn't say nothing. I, I, there's nothing illegal there. There's nothing, it wouldn't even, if, if assuming you were actually going to hire, which you are trying to build a team. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not just, you, you got to, this is why you hire people to word things properly, right? There's way you word things. And that's just the system. There's way you word things to get government disability. Uh, when you're a veteran, you have to, you know, yeah, great PP too, but I don't endorse this person. Um, oh, okay. Gotcha. She put a link. So whoever is in that link, I mean, as long as the information is great, you're great. Right? So whoever's on this link, she is sharing yes. that. <laughs> and that's also yeah. talks about you don't have to have employees, but it tells you what, what qualifies you and don't qualify you. And it also talked briefly about those other programs that are available too. And it was a really good source. I thought I should share. Nah, you supposed to be, hey, no, 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 no. You definitely share that. Definitely share that. Let's be out. Because we, we feel the end. 
the this is about I mean I, I guess we're having the question of um, you know how much money do you want to make right or, or what is it that you want to do with your life I'm telling you from a business perspective or or a millionaire's perspective or whatever you want to say if they're giving you money get it Because you need to be as liquid as possible. That looks great, Jaquita. You need to be as liquid as possible. Now you do. You can play a different game later. Now you need to be liquid. Yes, ma'am. What do you mean by liquid and portable? Cash. 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 Liquidity is the word we're deriving from uh, from that. Liquidity means to have cash. um, a, a way to explain that would be in the, in older language, working ex- working capital. You have as much. There you go. Yeah. Okay. She so got it that time. You have as much working capital as possible. There you go. Yeah. I be trying, I'm, I'm gonna put it in everybody language. I gotta put it in church talk. I gotta put it. In, you need all the tithes in the storehouse. You, you know, <laughs> all right, okay. And Antonio? Yes, sir. One function of liquidity is how easy is it for you to take your storehouse of wealth, whether it's gold, silver, artwork, racing horses, stocks, and turn it into means of exchange? Wow, good. That's good. That's good. That's real good. If that happened, yeah, I'm gonna respectfully. I'm gonna bring up Tillman Fatito, Houston billionaire, owner of Houston Rockets, restaurant of like every every restaurant down here in Texas. Everyone, every one of them. He couldn't do what Phil just said. He had all this storehouse of wealth. He even was saying somebody's yachts, and I'm, I say this respectfully, but he couldn't exchange it to a medium of exchange. He's cash poor. The different kind of cash pool. Elon Musk is cash pool because he chooses to be. Hmm. Chilman Fatita is cash pool because he spent yesterday, no, he spent next week's money on today's bills. Those What's are two cash? different reasons to be is cash, cash- mm-hmm. I'm sorry, is cash pool the way it sounds? Because Elon Musk exactly. is probably on billions. So how they cash he, <laughs> No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Elon Musk is smart. He is the number one owner of equity inside of a company in the world. I believe he owns 27% of Tesla shares, which is incredible. Uh, number two would be Jeff Bezos, I'm like 11% of the shares. That explains why these two are or where they are. So he doesn't need as long as Tesla is viable. And most of Tesla's shares came from selling energy credits, not, I mean, most not shares, capital. It didn't come from selling cars. It came from selling energy credits. So you, so you get credits for, and I just, I just read this the other day and I was shocked. I just read, I had to find an article for y'all. I just read this the other day. Had they, had it just been on cars, they had took a major loss. But since they're leading energy, you get to sell those. You get credits for energy, 
when those credits become government discounts or government tax discounts, and then you sell them to Toyota and you sell them to, and that's where they were, that's what pushed their stock up, which I don't blame at all. Hey, get your money how you get your money. Because soon he's going to be licensing out his frames. Then he's going to license out the software. I promise you, he is going to make more money licensing his technologies. Then this is why I tell you I own everything. He's going to make far more money doing that than he is on, on cars. But once everybody catch up, once the recession is over, then he'll, the car part will lift up. But what is he doing? He's so cash heavy as a company that he can wait that time out because he's got enough cash. The cars will eventually catch up, but he's waiting that time out because he has enough cash. But the last thing to me, just explain the, the cash poor. He is cash poor personally. There's no need. He put all his wealth in his company. That, that, listen to what that means. That means like me, Elon Musk is betting on his brand, his company. If his company go bankrupt, he too will go bankrupt. But you know what? That's how it should be. There should be no Robin Hood bailout. No, 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 no. It shouldn't be. Robin Hood should have went bankrupt. Period. The hedge fund should have went bankrupt because you play a game, you deserve the consequence. I don't. I don't wish that on them. It's the game. Once you change the rules, I can't benefit no more. Go ahead, Phil. The pharmaceuticals that sold opiates should have went bankrupt. Talk about it, man. Yeah, absolutely. When you, at some point, somebody is going to create an AIDS treatment cheaper. And the people who have been profiting of one, from one of the longest pandemics in human history. And I mean, and everybody's supposed to profit. And I'm talking about 1,700% profit. They're going to get put out of business. And they deserve it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because if you're not going to treat customers okay, then you deserve it. This, 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 this is the point of this. If, if, we, if they wasn't supposed to go bankrupt and Phil doesn't have a level playing field, why is he an entrepreneur? The playing field has to be level. If it's not level, none of us have a chance. Go ahead, Phil. Well, Trump went bankrupt 11 times, which means he just screwed his suppliers. Please. Exactly what that means. And one of his friends, Vince McMahon, did the same thing with the XFL in the middle of the middle of the pandemic. Well, these big What's pharmaceutical, these big pharmaceutical companies have so much money to play with that they buy an unlevel playing field, mm. and and that's not that's not right. And, what a and really it, it affects great all of us. It does, it does. That's a really great. They buy an unlevel playing field. Man, that got to be a book. Some, nobody's written a book about that yet. That's good. That's real good. So to end this. I said something powerful. I know Phil Herbert, I saw his reaction. Elon Musk is cash poor because he's reinvesting all what, what would be his cash into his shares. So he's saying it's cash poor because his vehicle, he's putting it into his vehicle. That is not what Tillman Fatita is doing. 
Tillman Fatita took was was as this recording this is February fifth. Tillman Fatita took June twenty seventh money. Well, that's probably too that's too exaggerated. March first money and paid February fifth money with it, and it's been doing that for years and got exposed. So now your working capital is gone. You can't spend today's money with next month's bills. Mm-hmm. The other way around. You can't pay today's bills with next month's money. Go ahead, Phil. To quote my mom, he stole from Peter to pay Paul, and that makes Peter sore, and no one should do business with a sore Peter. <laughs> and what a great economical lesson. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't play better. <laughs> you can't dominate. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate you. Uh, fantastic class. We don't have anything tonight. I got to get you Friday. Thank you. Pretty incredible. All right, we'll see you tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock, for the Rikesa India thing. See you tomorrow morning. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Love you. Us all week. Love you more. Love you more. All right, everybody. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world not making money the pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire i came really close so the pandemic was a blessing it was hiring people and get this everybody i had 48 job positions open during the pandemic 22 dollars an hour with paid training and i could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions hear me well 48 job positions 22 dollars an hour paid training and i couldn't find someone not one person for those job positions now is it because i hire slowly true but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate and if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools which is the technology itself to match the right candidates up with your job you can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to Apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out 
uh, review and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.